Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 3rd of September. Thank God it's Friday. And as usual with all the information contained in this video, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this video. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast, head on over to our website and read the disclaimer there if you feel so inclined. All right, well, we had a better night in the US markets across the board, really, but it really was a case of buying the value stocks and energy stocks as well, as we saw the oil price increase post that OPEC Plus meeting this week. So it was a little bit of uh, defensive buying with the NASDAQ and technology stocks underperforming. We do, of course, have the big jobs number tonight from the US. So it is really a wait and see mode for the US because this is going to be the major input into the Fed's thinking going into that September FOMC meeting, where, of course, we get the dot plots, which is very important, of course. As far as the numbers go, we saw the Dow Jones up 131 points or 0.37 of a percent, 35,444. The Nasdaq up 0.14 percent, 22 points to 15,331. And the S&P 500, just for a change in the middle for diddle, up 0.28 percent. 13 points to 45.37, giving us a bit of a positive lead in this morning with SPY futures showing a gain of around 18 points or 0.24%, 74.79. So we should be fighting back from that loss that we've seen in the last few days. Uh, mainly BHP has been weighing uh, certainly to do with its ex-dividend uh, 25 points of the BHP f- was uh, the index rather was BHP's ex-dividend yesterday. So bear in mind that BHP, although they get smacked for being lower than they were at the beginning of the year, they have fallen uh, because they've paid out $4, just over $4 in dividends this year. So that's uh, that's around 10% of the share price almost at the moment. So uh, they are getting maligned for their performance, but just bear in mind they are paying out a lot of their cash that they make in dividends. As far as the VIX index goes, we have the VIX up 1.86%, 16.41 on that VIX, just bouncing slightly off that 16 level. But the big news, I guess, overnight was in the oil stocks and the oil price with Brent crude uh, up 2.01%, to 73.03 US dollars a barrel. And WTI knocking on the door, well, we might as well call it $70, up $1.40 or just over 2% to uh, $69.99. So let's call it $70. Or, uh, gold, though, down slightly, $4.50, nothing very exciting there. $18.11 and a half, uh, down 0.25%. And iron ore, uh, once again, a little bit on the nose, down $3.85 to 139.70 US dollars a ton. Aussie dollar though picking up 74 cents for the Aussie dollar. Certainly those GDP numbers forcing uh, some shorts to cover in the Aussie dollar at the moment despite the fact that iron ore prices are falling and you would imagine that Aussie dollar would fall with it but that uh, GDP number certainly surprised a few and as a result has seen a little bit of short covering in that currency market. As far as other commodities go last night, not huge moves to be honest. We had copper up 0.4%, nickel up another 1.5%, aluminium up 0.1%. We had zinc 
up, well, barely up, 0.03%. Lead up 1.2%, tin down 0.21%. So nothing very exciting on that front. As far as the S&P goes, you can see that it had a bit of a swoon uh, mid-afternoon just after lunch, but uh, picked itself back up off the floor and pushed higher and closing up that 12 points at the end of the day up 0.28%. So uh, a good recovery, but it is all about waiting for that uh, US jobs number tonight. And we did see a bit of a push towards defensive and valuation or value stocks yesterday in the US and energy stocks as well on the back of that oil price and technology shares suffering a little bit. As far as major stories go, the US market posted gains, NASDAQ hitting fresh record close, but only just, and Moderna seeks FDA authorization for additional booster after studies showed third dose raised antibodies 40-fold. We're still struggling to get first and second dose, let alone third dose. Uh, hot US hospitalizations are falling for the first time since June. And some economists say Fed should raise its inflation target if it doesn't ease over the next year. And the White House opens the debt ceiling debate with a strategy session with the Senate's Democratic aides. And scores of Chinese companies have embraced President Xi's common prosperity drive and promising more money uh, and sending more money into that, uh, into that drive for what he calls the common prosperity. OPEC Plus agrees to continue, continue gradual output increases as planned, and the US is weighing a quota system in a bid to resolve dispute with the EU over steel and aluminium imports. As far as what's on today, not a lot. It's uh, very much uh, the calm after the storm of reporting season. So we get the, the frenzy of August where everybody drops their results all at once. And then September, fund managers spend a lot of time mulling over those reports, plugging in the numbers into their spreadsheets, and also going out and meeting the companies because that's the first time that they can really get face-to-face, -face, well, Zoom-to-Zoom -zoom time with the companies at the moment. So good to see that happening, and uh, I'm sure there will be some asset changes in the wind as uh, those things progress. But as far as what's on today, we've got New Zealand manufacturing PMI for July and New Zealand net migration. Well, I wouldn't have thought there's too much of that. Uh, Racing and Sports is an interesting company. It uh, is a BET, a betmaker technology rival. It's doing the pre-IPO rounds at the moment and exploring the possibility of doing an IPO. So um, it's one of betmaker's rivals. Interesting today, Facebook Pay has launched in Australia. This will allow people to use Facebook to make payments. It's not a buy now, pay later <coughs> product, but it is just a payments product. We'll see how that one works out. Federal Reserve President Raphael Bozic has said, we're going to let the economy continue to run until we signs of inflation. And in the US, 50% of independent firms had job openings they could not fill last month. Uh, in the US as well, we saw BHP up last night, up around 0.8, Rio up around 0.6 of a percent. Ten-year yields across the board, US 1.3, Australia uh, just easing off a little bit yesterday, 1.2%, and Germany still a negative 0.39%. Netflix has hit a record high. Energy stocks doing well. As far as US stocks doing uh, well last night, we had Square up 
0.07%. Apple up 0.75%. Netflix up that 1.1%, hitting those record highs. Also, the banking sector did quite well last night in relative terms. JP Morgan up half percent, City up 0.3%. But Facebook down 1.7%, Google down 1.3%, and Microsoft down a smidge as well, down 02 Now, the BHP boss is in the AFR saying the share price fall, and it has fallen, I think, around 25-odd percent in the last 10 days. It's just short-term volatility and believes most investors will opt to keep the Woodside shares in that swap. Part of the reason, of course, for the BHP fall in Australian dollars or the Australian listing is that the UK listing of BHP was trading at such a big discount. And excuse me. And as a result, uh, we've had the arbitrage players closing up that discount. Uh, Australian ASX listed BHP traded it up to an 18% premium to UK stocks. So uh, with that dual listing structure collapsing, there was bound to be a serious dislocation for a little while while things got put back into line. Also, the huge transformation that BHP is making in terms of selling off its oil and gas assets to Woodside, at least putting them into Woodside shares. Also embracing potash and nickel and really trying to get out of coal at the same time as well. So that, that does change the very nature of BHP. And at least 390 businesses across Australia have entered liquidation in August. Having said that, economic support payments continue to support troubled businesses with no jump in failures. So, so far, so good, but tough for those 390 businesses that have gone into liquidation. Question of the day today. Um, I guess this you could take this either way, but it's uh, twofold. Oh, what are you watching right now? Whether it's the stocks or whether it's TV programs or even books or whatever, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Facebook about what are you watching right now. I've certainly been running out of things to watch on Netflix, SBS, etc. But uh, it'd be interesting to get some ideas on what you guys are watching right now. That's it from me today. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. It's a great group. Members helping members is our motto. We've got about 3,500 members on the Facebook group. So uh, it's a really great resource. No question too silly. And we're always there to help. And if uh, things get out of hand, we're always there to, uh, to moderate as well. Ask the Analyst Friday, the 10th of September. It's the 10th of September. That is next Friday at 5 p.m. I'm heading off to have my jab this morning, my second uh, RastaZeneca, the uh, the Bob Marley jab, and I am going to be double vaxxed from this morning. So um, no Ask the Analyst tonight. I might be feeling a little bit weary. But anyway, we'll see how that one works out. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great weekend. Stay safe and stay sane.